Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 389. We've got a great subject here. My co-host is pumped up. He's ready. He's ready uh, to do a review of Wyopo, uh, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, it should be a great show. So, Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages. My name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of uh, Inbound Real Estate Marketing. We are a uh, information providing slash service providing company that focuses on SEO and the idea of attraction marketing. If you don't know what that is, go to our website and check it out. That's great. And I'm the joint founder of mail-right.com. We are a competitor to Real Geeks or Interactive Sierra, all built on WordPress. So you get a fabulous website, a CRM, and a load of marketing tools all combined in one package. And in this show, we're going to be, just like I said, we're going to be discussing my OPA. So, Robert, you know a lot about this company, its founders, its people. Where do you think we should start with this quick review? I think that we should start probably with my most recent conversation with all the leaders of Wailopo, Howard Tager, Aaron Franklin, and Ji Jifeng. So um, I have met with all three of those individuals and currently have a meeting scheduled with Barry Jenkins, who is what they call a realtor in residence. But before we dive into that, John, uh, let's cover the basics of what Wailopo is, what they do, because they have grown a lot in the three years since I've reviewed them. They now offer four different types of leads and five or six different product categories, service categories. So let's cover them really quick and make sure that everybody understands. So when they first started, they had Facebook marketing and they were throwing people into what would be called a funnel behavioral marketing lead generation system. And it was pretty cool. You generated a lead off Facebook and they had a system uh, including HomeBot and and like verification processes inside the lead part. And they took a fairly low quality lead and tried to filter through those and, and give you decent quality leads. That's probably the last time we had a conversation with, with, about Ylopo. Does that, does that sound familiar to you? Yes, it does. Okay. So over the last three years, they've changed a lot. They've added PPC. That's number one. They've added a different type of highly qualified lead generative effort. Uh, and I forget they have a word for it, but it's basically a 21-step questionnaire on their websites that in theory is supposed to be generating them better leads, and it does. And then last but not least, they're beta testing uh, an ISA service that calls all of these leads for you. So they're creating an end-to-end marketing experience for their customers, very similar to the way what Realtor.com has done with opt uh, uh Op City, I think it is, and um, what uh, Truly is doing, what what Zillow is doing. The only difference between Wilopo and these companies is, is while they have every intention of charging more for all these new lead sources, they are not going to take a piece of your deal. You still with me? But and they still have the same back end stuff. They have um, a, a website that they've they've gotten better at building. They build it on Squarespace. That better building is my opinion. It is not. It is not like it's not definitive of anything. It's my opinion is they've gotten better at it over the years um, based on what I've been seeing. Okay. So there's numerous things to review because, because one, they've got this site that they built, this website, which is how their marketing functions. They throw you into a search function 
And that's how they generate their leads, is the search function off their site. Is that what your recollection is, John? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how they generate their business. Now, what they surround the search function with, the website, has changed. Their actual search functionality has really not. Okay. So there's a lot to update on my last reviews. That's why we're doing this again, is that we're talking about all these different changes. And we're going to talk about our various my my conversation with these guys. And you're going to throw in any questions that you have and 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 ask me any details that you want to ask. But but basically, I do want to be honest with everybody. The way that this came up is that I did a review. And I kind of uh, pulled out a slightly larger uh, negative element. I still think for everybody who's listening to this show that Ylopo is the best real estate lead generation company that surrounds a search marketing site that exists. I think the leadership team is bar none the best, and I include my own, in the entire real estate industry. So everybody hear me on all that. But I did have some cons to mention. And Ylopo, in true Ylopo spirit, came back at me, John. And they they really thought that I got some stuff wrong. Can I guess? Can I guess about a couple of things? Because I never watched that video. Sure. So I'm going to guess. Sure. Um, yes. Well, I think in metropolitan areas, you're probably because of the text messaging and the email messaging. Um, I think in a very competitive. Uh, metropolitan area, a lead, a possible lead might be bombarded by the same different agents utilising their platform. And also, um, I'm, I'm, it's always a, a cost value metrics. I'm sure they're providing value, but they're on the more steeper side of the cost value metrics. Um, if you're going to utilise all of the functionality they offer. Would I be right? Um, I'm only surmising this. Are these maybe two of your criticisms? No. No. Right, I'm off. Oh, that's good. No. My criticisms were, my criticisms are not on the expense. If you have the revenue, Mm -hmm. Ylopo is a good option. Um, G. Jifung, uh, has his own series of data that he like, like that he tracks, John. But when I, when G and I talk, it's a data conversation. It's a data. It's a data analyst conversation. And he did the same thing. He has done it in all the years that I've I have not talked to him that many times over the years. I have, however, repeatedly over large gaps of time spoken to G. And when when we do, the conversation is always the same. He is remarkably focused on always understanding what the numbers that underlie the business is. His CAC, his customer acquisition cost, is something that that's his his number. Mine is ROI. His customer he he has a different way of saying the same thing. Return on investment and CAC are kind of the same thing. He wants to know how much money is it going to cost him to acquire a customer for Wellopo. And that number, uh, which I don't know that he ever revealed to me in in exactitude, it's still very competitive. It's it, he says they're wildly beating like companies like realtor.com and and Zillow especially when you're doing a revenue split I have no reason to think that he he is incorrect no, I have every, I, I would say he's probably is correct wouldn't you Yeah I have every reason to believe that he is at, he is correct that's just my opinion again just my opinion what I what I originally panned on and I need to retract online is I said that I felt like the motivation was to sell 
Um, I can't reveal it on this podcast or, or even my own review because um, I've made an agreement with him. But I will tell you this, Sean, the same thing I'm going to tell everybody else when I officially relaunch the review. G was remarkably honest and transparent with where his re- his personal income has come from and and what that looked like. And I got to say, it definitively changed my opinion on what their motivation would be. Because on my review, I said there's they appear to be building their company up to sell it. Because, and what's wrong with that? Um, well, John, this is, a, this is a question that only somebody who's only been in this five years would ask. 99% of the time when, you, when a real estate marketing company gets bought, it gets shuttered. 99%. Somebody bigger is going to buy you, shut the whole thing down. And it, and for those real estate agents and veteran brokers who have been in the industry like as long as I have, the frustration is you get something that's working, you get used to, and you spend tons of time, internal resources, like getting to use a system and use it well, then somebody else buys it and one of two things happens. Either it becomes a ghost ship, the, all the people that cared about the result are gone, so they just keep with the same system and inevitably, no exceptions, results decline steadily over time in that case. In the worst cases, though, which has happened many, many times in the real estate business, somebody buys or acquires a division like Bold Leads got bought, and they shutter the, the damn thing. They close it down. So not only are you, you're not seeing declined results, you're seeing no results. That's what happened. Well, not exactly what I just said. But a similar situation that somewhat broadly fits this definition happened when G or sorry Howard Tager sold Tiger Leads. So he thought that he was selling to somebody that was going to keep the business in operation, and in good faith, he went to like an operating division of the company that bought him, thinking that he was going to have a chance to continue to work on Tiger Leads and build it up. And that's not what ended up happening. Because the company that acquired him then themselves got acquired and effectively, I mean, and this is using very extremely broad language, it, it, it got ignored. It got deprioritized mm-hmm. to such a degree that, that like, I don't want to put words in Howard's mouth. But let's put it this way. He, ended, he eventually left. That's simply a mm-hmm. fact. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So um, whatever the reasons were and what happened, John? What used to be a big viable company basically got completely disassembled, used only for the customer list, and never ultimately followed up on. So all the people that loved and fell in love with Tiger Leads, nah, no, there is nothing re- remaining of the system that they they spent all their time and energy getting used to working with. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand like where I'm coming from? Totally. Um, I have a slightly different um, philosophy around that, but. But yeah, it's fine. Yep, sure. Um, would I be correct in saying um, they integrate with? Do they have their own CRM or do they mostly utilize follow up boss? Follow up boss. Right. Um, so really, um, they're focused on curation and doing what Zillow Premier providing qualifying the lead to some extent. I think the other thing you mentioned, uh, as we have talked about um, in the last couple podcasts, is that on the they also have automated a kind of video advert 
around their face, especially their Facebook campaigns. Am I correct about that? You are correct. So without question, when it comes to search marketing, which is advertising in the digital space, by my definition, Jijifeng is is without question the best operator by many iterations that I've ever met inside the real estate space. Just to say that many, any, every time I talk to him, John, he reconfirms his absolute dominance in the space. The way he thinks, the way he meticulously analyzes, reanalyzes his numbers, the way he multivariate tests with Ylopo, always like constantly testing something new and constantly trying to figure out a way to get already improve on numbers that are the leader in the industry. Always. Like I just talked to him and, and they're running, they've got like four new products in development and, and G didn't, obviously I'm a competitor, so he wouldn't say exactly, but I am strongly under the impression that they're deep in the idea lab, like working on a number of different things. And they're even starting to work on things that I don't think they have to work on just for the spirit of it, maybe maybe based on some of my comments. So let's move into that. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, they work on Squarespace. So retraction number two that I have to make is I said, this is a cheap, never to be owned. Now, what I meant by that, because I didn't mean it the way that people thought I meant it. I didn't mean to say that Squarespace is a cheap or, or a low quality platform. What I meant to say was that it was inexpensive. <laughs> but Aaron took it as a comment on on uh, the quality of the platform, and for what they do, they do a very good job. It's just a, it's a, it's a simple development and design input that will allow you to do some creative things on the design side. Now that's not a content management system. I you know uh, kind of project. That's not. I, I, Aaron gave me a, a, a walkthrough of the content management system, and it is ultimately what I kind of thought it was. Simple, it's straightforward, but it's really not meant for anybody trying to produce like heavy content on the web that is text-based, image-based, multimedia-based, you know, different elements. And they're working on the speed of the site because it's a heavy load. Um, it's Squarespace, which Aaron did it like what acknowledge. But when it comes to being able to design something that looks good and do it efficiently, they do that very well. Now, what I said that has to be retracted is I said, you never own the website. Well, you really don't. Squarespace does own the site. They take control of the site. But what I got really wrong is that if you leave Ylopo, they let you have your website and take it with you. Oh, I did well. not realize that. Well, okay. Fair enough. So that's definitely a change in my review, change in things I've said online two or three different times. I apologize to the Ylopo team and I apologize to you, the audience, that I got it wrong. Um, the, um, the other retraction was the motivation, which I, I was working my way towards that point. I don't think that Howard and G are selling the company. And I also clearly indicated that I felt like the logic was absolutely unassailable about what their motivation was. And I got that wrong, John. The motivation for Howard and G right now does really legitimately seem to be to build up the best and biggest real estate marketing company that exists. And they have they have plans to move into some other directions, which once again I was I was told, but I'm not gonna say. And they do seem to be strong ancillary markets that they could possibly move into and do an excellent job at. So that has also changed. Now, having said all of that. We're going to go to break really quick. 
John, I'm going to let you take us there. And then I'm going to explain, having said all that, what I feel the current pros and cons are, unless John wants to jump in. I've got something to say, but I'll leave it till the beginning of the second half. So, folks, we've had a bit of a chat. Um, I think it's been a good start of our review on YOPO. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. We've had a bit of a tussle about IOPO. I think we've had, Robert's provided some great insights. So, Robert, um, so um, I think in some ways, because of their background and the quality of the people, you've been very attracted to them and they do get results. I think I see it as a, uh, a upper kind of combination of real great, real geeks and bold leads combined mm-hmm. with a much better quality of management. That's how I'm seeing it. Um, but you might disagree on that. And um, I think also, I think um, with all automizations, you're always looking for that sweet spot where like the video automizations, they take listings, they take images, they combine them into a slideshow, they produce the video. So as you know, with your more custom solutions, um, trying to get agents to do kind of personal videos is a great idea, but it can be painful. Um, so they've gone a different route, which they can automate but still get a, a decent result. Um, probably simplifying things a lot, um, but I'm a simple soul at heart, and I so. <laughs> so what do you reckon, Robert? Um, I reckon that most of what you said uh, I feel is pretty, pretty accurate. I'm going to say that that it's a little unfair to Wilopo to try to put them into the same category. They really are alone. They have they have spokes in their marketing their marketing that that are similar. They have search sites that co- connect. The same thing is Sierra Interactive and Real Estate Webmasters and you and Real Geeks and pretty much everybody. Like so they have a spoke that is the same as everybody else. Then they have a back end, but, but Bold Leads does a funnel system based on the Russell Brunson funnel hacks or whatever the hell that company is that they built that based on his business model, right? That's what they modeled after. But Wilopo didn't do that. They connect, they connect follow boss into the back end. Yeah. And instead what they do, and this is where they stand alone. G has taken the best of what's available, the bleeding edge of all marketing anywhere in the digital space and then he's applied it to real estate that's what g does and he's way ahead of everybody because most people aren't even want do one tenth they don't do remarketing they don't do behavioral marketing that's where there's web hooks or hooks someplace inside the search process that generate a marketing response from your tools in this case they have a an a uh, like an automated text messaging system that they've worked on themselves to the point that it's fair 
to call it their own brand. It is not fair to say it's technology that's synonymous to Wilopo. They call it Raya. It's just behavioral text messaging, and a company called Structurally does that very well. So they're, but they, they, what they've done that's unique is they layered it into the current offering. And then the, what they did that was really unique is they also layered in the best search marketing, like what Zerple used to do, where when you do X, Y happens, and it connects you to a listing page, and then you send your clients there. So they've really taken the very best of four or five marketing companies and applied it to them. And then on top of all that, they're doing one or two things that nobody else does. Well, I see it. I, I don't disagree with anything you've just said. I just got a slightly different flavor to it. I think, like I said in the first half, I think the because um, of their track record and their past history, they're a quality team. And I, I do believe they get results. But I also feel... Um, and obviously, listeners and viewers, you can have to take this with a pinch of salt. But hopefully, if you've been with us on this journey, this journey of a podcast, you would have come to the conclusion that me and Robert try and be reasonably fair, as fair as we can be. Is that I feel that some of their some of their success is also based, which is very good news for them, is a decline in the quality of the results from the competition, if that makes sense to you, Robert. I sure. exclude I exclude your company from that, by the way. And I'm not just saying that because <laughs> you're on my co-host. I do actually believe that. Um, because your your segment is a very different focus. Um, but I think, but like Bold Leads got bought out, but also the actual platform because of what Apple did with their uh, mobile OS that affected Facebook advertising for a period of time and the market conditions and selling it. Um, I think Real Geeks provide a great <laughs> CRM, um, but I'm not too sure about how, how effective they are in their paid advertising to get traffic to that website. Um, when it comes to Zara Interactive, I don't know enough um, about how they get traffic to the website and how effective are they in converting it. So I think why Oprah benefits is that... Um, yeah, I'm probably waffling now. Did, did that make any sense, Robert? It did, but I have some commentary here. So for everybody listening to this review, so John, here's my perspective. To answer something you asked earlier, high cost. Are they high cost? Yes, unequivocally. Like we were talking about a case study that, that they had just done, and it was a guy that had 300 accounts in an email account base, and he came into them with a budget of $2,000 a month and they worked that email account base, and it took about three months to see a return. So they spent six grand to get a return out of a limited email base. And they did get a good return, strong ROI. But how long could they keep it up for? Is he going to go a whole entire year or two years at $2,000 a month with, with what was basically a remarketing campaign to like, a, like a, a lead invigorating campaign from an existing email list? So... I'm going to say to you and everybody else, Wilopo is the very tip of the spear. They are the most expensive and the best yeah. at what they do, which is search marketing advertising campaigns. Okay. 
That's it. They're not the best at every kind of marketing. I feel like we lead SEO and inbound marketing as an example. John may very well lead uh, his category in a certain price point because do does I do honestly is- I do honestly think we offer really great value at a certain a certain clientele at a certain price point, Robert. I do honestly right. believe that. I might, I might be deluding myself, but I do honestly believe that, Robert. Yeah. So that could very well be the case. I'll let everybody decide for themselves. I like your offerings. So I'll just say that. But uh, it took me a long I, time. It took me a long time to work out what we were offering and who we were offering. It probably I should have done it a lot quicker. But I'm running two companies. But I, I am spiritually much more happier where we are and who we are trying to pitch to. If that makes sense, Robert. That's that is that makes all the sense in the world. Now, because I'm ADD and I'm having a hard time going back and forth, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up with with Wilopo. So who is Wilopo for? In my opinion, number one, are they're a leader in their category. I do not think they're selling the company, which changes my overall opinion about making an investment in them because of reasons that everybody's super familiar with. And and the reason that they were so fast to respond to me, John, is they damn well know, maybe maybe in a way that you do not, what the downside is to getting like saying that they might get acquired. It, it might very well affect somebody somebody's opinion with a decent sized budget and a decent sized team. Yeah. And trying to evaluate two two companies, it is not an appealing thing to hear somebody say, "We're going to let ourselves be acquired." In theory, you'd think that somebody would keep the doors open and keep the things running, but the practice of that has absolutely, positively not been the case in the real estate marketing space. Well, I also think I think that's partially linked to. I might be wrong here. You are going to correct me. I think a lot of these platforms that have sold, they've sold to mortgage. Um, people not directly involved in their their particular niche, are they? They're bigger players in the mortgage sector. Am I correct about that? You are. Well, you're correct in that Fidelity National Mortgage has bought two, a bank, a mortgage bank, has bought two of the biggest real estate marketing companies around. So they bought um, they bought Sync and uh, I think... They bought Real Geeks, okay. Realtor.com bought Tiger Leads. Effectively, it wasn't it, it wasn't that clean of a transition, but that's where it ended up. Who bought Who bought Boomtown? Uh, that would be uh, Inside Real Estate, or better known as KV Core. And who bought Bold Leads? Um, Bold Leads was purchased by a CRM company whose name I'm blanking on right now. Okay. Um, they're not somebody that I'm tracking. That that's why they bought bold leads, is that they are a fairly unknown and and having had little lead generation capabilities inside their current platform. But but I may we may do a follow up on the next show and I'll I'll tell everybody who bought that company. So but can you guys all get the sense this is a deeply acquiring type field? And then Tiger Leads when when was bought by Realtor.com and here's what happened to Howard. <laughs> then. What's his nuts who owns Fox? Rupert Murdoch bought Realtor.com. Yeah. Okay, so acquisition after acquisition after acquisition. And in all of those acquisitions, each buying entity, buying the company for a different reason, that's why all these places get defuncted. Even Sync, which by the way, is still being run by the two co-CEOs that that owned it. 
they too, I feel, have stopped in large degree innovating. I certainly feel comfortable saying they aren't innovating in the way that they were when they really, when they had more at stake. And who knows why that is? Maybe they can't get the budget. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but that's what it looks like to me. That's what it looks like to you too, right? Well, I do know a fair bit about that because I had a client. I did a bit of a deep dive on that system. I learned it. I went through a lot of their lessons. Great, you know, of a certain volume of a certain type of business. Um, it's like it was a direct competitor with Boomtown. And funny enough, Boomtown was built on multi WordPress multi-site. Um, but yeah, for the right type, but um yeah, I'm going off. I'm going off track here, and I sorry, okay. Robert. So you just agree? You agree, though? That's yeah. it. That's bottom line. Okay. So, guys, ultimately, while I still, I say, if you're going to do business with, like, if you're if you're comfortable with, okay, you don't own the site, but you will control it indefinitely, and that's great. Okay, you build some value mm. into the URL. It just changes the value proposition, in my humble opinion, with Ylobo yeah. a lot. The fact that you can walk away with the site. So I am going to say that. But you are still looking at a search marketing, push marketing system. And if you're looking for that and you need leads faster, you're feeding a large team, in my opinion, only in my opinion, they're the best option that you could look at. Now, they, and they beat everybody. You can ask me about every other competitor, Boomtown, like we can do up against Sync. That's who they feel like they compete the, the closest with is Sync. And I think that Ylopo is better than all those systems. And I think you get a better result and a oh, better yeah. cost. I would agree with you, but I also, you know, you just, the competition's a bit, at the, some of the biggest players, it's very fortunate for them. Um, it's great news for them is that some of their competitors, because they've been bought out and the, is they're, they've, they're not, they're not really, um, they're falling asleep a little bit, haven't they? So here's two points of a differentiation of opinion and data. And it's really important that I get this out on the same video. So forgive me, John, but I'm going to jump, dive right into it. Um, so I do have a couple of, of pretty significant cons. Now, one of the, the things, which once again, I won't re- reveal in detail, but I will say this. I also said that Ylopo is oversold. They definitely are one of the largest real estate marketing companies by customer volume. And G did reveal those numbers to me. So I have, I have confirmation. I know for sure that that is the case. But... G did give me what he considered to be on a transactional, like a statistical level, what he considers to be oversold. That number is is 25% of market penetration. I feel like that was an incredibly high number. That means yeah, that one... I do, I do, I do as well. <laughs> okay, that, that means that one out of every four search marketing results in the market would be what he considers yeah. to be what they're aiming at as over penetration. And on that level, they have 20 markets. Where that's already happening. Now, I think that's a ton, a ton inside the search marketing space. I would say you would be dealing with a, a competition in an uncomfortable way at 10% penetration. So 25% is extreme. In my opinion, I, I just disagreed with the way that VG was viewing market penetration, but I do feel like they're forced into that category because they need to keep growing. So they're going to keep penetrating into the markets. And if they do, my original comment, which I'm not necessarily retracting, I'm just qualifying, they are oversold. They can be oversold in your market. You need to check. You need to ask. If you do call them, if you listen to this review and you say, oh, wow, Robert said they were 
or John and Robert both gave these guys high marks. Well, with a lot of qualifiers, because if you're going into one of these markets that are is wildly penetrated, paying two, three, four thousand dollars a month to get into it, and now you're up against like two or three people who are telling you, lead va- listen, lead value disintegrates. I don't know if she has done any particular studies on if people are doing as good of a CAC in his highly penetrated markets, but I would suspect that the answer is no. And even if I am wrong, there is no doubt that you have to have additional systems and responses in place for people who feel like they've seen the same ad right down the street from somebody else, which by the way, is 30 of the customers that I talked to, which is the, which was one of the things we talked about was churn. I've been getting told over and over again on the phone that, that people feel their own customers feel like they are oversold. And when G and I talked about churn, what is acceptable churn? The answer, which again, I won't reveal directly, but it's a big number. Okay. And I'm talking to a lot of those people. So I feel like if you have the bad fortune to be in a market that they're fairly penetrated in, and you're, you, you stand a fairly high chance of, of maybe running into something that you would feel is not a great marketing situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the last but not least uh, is the idea of expense versus return and ownership for control and ownership versus handing the reins over to another company. Now, they did do a lot to convince me that they're not going anywhere, that this company is going to remain in place and that their objective is to grow the company. And I do believe they're trying to build the best culture, the best company inside the space. No doubt about it. I think that's what they're making a stab at doing. And all the guys are super committed. So I will say that. But at the same time, ultimately, it is a marketplace and their objective over time is somebody... Well, I that's... Let me retract that. Not objective. But if somebody came in with a high enough offer, they would sell the company. That's basically said at the at the end of the day, all businesses are for sale. I disagree with G on that too. Um, I don't think that my my business is for sale at any price. So his is. So there's something to be said for that. So every time you're building a company with this kind of entrepreneurial spirit. You have to ask yourself the question. Now, I feel like these guys just put so much work, blood, and sweat, mm. and tears that they'd stay with Ylopo. They'd work that into the deal. I just want to say that clearly. I just want to also say, to be fair to the situation, that there's still some extremely high price tag somewhere up in the stratosphere that they would sell under. And then if they didn't go with the company, if for some reason that didn't happen, if G and Howard and Aaron are not there, there is no doubt in my mind that the value of Wailopo is is gone with them. I just thank you for letting me have the floor for a second there. No, it's great. I think it's time to wrap it up. Hopefully you got some value from this conversation. I think it's been fantastic. I love these deep dives. Hopefully you do. If you do, please give us some feedback. Leave a message on the um, the Mel Wright uh, YouTube channel or um, Inbound REMs. YouTube channel, send us an email. So, Robert, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to, Robert? If you want to contact me, everybody, just use robert at inboundrem.com for email. And if you'd like to just kind of do some casual research into who we are, go to inboundrem.com. That's I-N-B-O-U-N-D-R-E-M.com. Thanks, John. 
And um, please give us some feedback about what you would like us to cover. I think we've got some guests coming up. I managed to wrestle up some guests, but we'll still be doing some of these internal shows. Um, but send us some topics you'd like us to cover. That would be great, either to Robert or to myself. And if you want to contact me, the best thing is to go to the mel-right.com website, or you can email me at Jonathan. J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at mail-right.com. And anything you want us to cover, we'll be more than happy to do that. We will be back next week with another great either interview or another internal show. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.